I guess we could kind of call this like excuses part two. Last week, episode 137 was talking about excuses. Today, we're taking the flip side of this. So I'm really excited for you to think of excuses from a different perspective. Because friend, you are the CEO of your organization. And there are ways as the CEO and as the owner and the leader, you need to stop accepting excuses. So you ready for it? That's what we're talking about today. But before we get into all of that, gut health. Holy moly, like gut health is fascinating. Have you done a search on gut health? You should. It's amazing. Did you know that 80% of your serotonin is made up in your gut? Serotonin is the key hormone that stabilizes mood, enables brain cells and other nervous system cells to communicate with each other. It it impacts the entire body. It helps with sleeping and eating and digestion. So having a serotonin deficiency looks something like anxiety, a depressed mood, insomnia, irritability, aggression, low self-esteem. I mean, is anyone like, oh my goodness gracious, if those hit a nerve, then friend, you got to take a look into some gut health. What are you putting into your body? A healthy gut equals a happier, healthier mama. Click on the link in the show notes to find out how you can start healing your gut within 24 hours of your first spoonful and save $10. Yes, please. I'm all for the savings, right? Number two, the social retail mentorship program. Friend, I have a few more spots left and I'm going to stop talking about it here soon, but it's going to be closing up very soon. If you're interested in learning more, click the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly slash MC discovery call, all caps to see if we are a good fit, if this is a good fit for you. So MC discovery call, bit.ly slash MC discovery call. Make sure the MC discovery call is in all caps. Okay, let's get going. Hey there, friend. Are you a sassy, audacious unicorn mama who's on a mission to grow your network marketing business? Are you tired of the copy-paste culture, ready to set those goals and map out a strategic plan to get there? Hey, I'm Michelle. Welcome to the Growth Against the Grain podcast. I've been in the network marketing space for over a decade. I've leveled up, earned the goodies, sat at the top 2%, and know what it takes to get you there. More importantly, I know what it takes to do it being you. I'm here to help you achieve your business goals through strategy, mindset, healthy living, and a whole lot of fun. This podcast is all about equipping you with strategies to be that unicorn mama and grow your business while still showing up for your family and all the things that make you, you. Okay, go warm up that cup of coffee for the second or, let's be honest, eighth time. I know how it goes. And let's get started. Okay, here we go. Last week, episode 137 was about excuses. Cut the excuses. Well, I have started a leadership mastermind and oh my gosh, my mind is blown. And there's a million different directions that I want to go in. But today we're going to talk about excuses, but from a different perspective. 
So first and foremost, I want you, wherever you are, to stand up, look in the mirror and say, I am the CEO of my organization. I am the owner of my organization. Say it. Look at yourself. Say it until you believe it. Because friend, you are. You are the CEO, you are the CFO, you are the the president, the board of directors, you know, the, the everything. Like you are it. And why do I want you to do that? Because I want you to realize that you're it. You are the boss, you are the head, the buck stops with you. So what does that have to do with excuses? Well, as a leadership as a leadership, as an owner, as the CEO, there are a couple things that come with that. Leadership is not a position. Leadership is not a title. Leadership is none of those things. You could be the first, like this could be your first day in the organization and you could be a leader. Leader is an attitude. It's a way you hold yourself. It's the way that you do your business, right? It's the way that you show up. And one of those things is how we take accountability for what we're doing and what we're not doing. So last week we talked about the excuses that come kind of like from ourselves, like, oh, I just, I didn't have time for this, or there's too much of this, or there's whatever, like, you know, throw a dart and hit a thousand of them, right? Well, we're going to talk about it from a little bit of a different angle. I want you to think about what excuses are you accepting? So in this leadership course that I'm doing, we have several different uh, questionnaires we were going through. And and it's really funny, isn't it, how the Lord works? I had truly, I think, I don't know, um, last week kind of gotten up and thought, okay, what does it mean to serve? Like, am I really serving? Like, I say it, like, I'm serving, I'm not selling, you don't need to sell, you serve, right? All of that. What does it mean to serve my customers? What does it mean to serve my team? What does it mean to serve my family? Like, what does that actually mean? Because too often, it's just something that we say. I serve, I do this, I show up, I'm, I'm, um, I'm consistent, I'm blah, blah, blah. You know, fill in the blank with these phrases that we say. So there was one question, and this is kind of what it got it all started. And the question was, what can I work on that will help me serve people better? I sat and I thought about it for a second and it kind of came pretty quickly to me. My answer was remove the qualifiers, speak with more confidence and authority. So a little bit about me. I am your biggest cheerleader. If you're on my team, I'm like, yes, Julie, you can do it. I'm here for you. We got this. Let's go. I'm going to root for you and I'm going to encourage you. And, And I don't mind conflict at all. So that's not the problem, like for the most part. I don't, I don't mind it. I'm not running towards it, but I don't mind it. Like I'll tell you things, but... Here's what I know about myself is that I have a tendency to kind of like, quote unquote, soften the blow and add in qualifiers that really what they do is give you a way out and kind of excuse, not kind of see, I just did it right there. It, it excuses 
the behavior. So case in point yesterday, I have a new girl on my team. We have um, content that goes out for all of our new uh, team members. And it's, it is set up in such a strategic way that like day one, you do this. There's, there's a method, a method behind all of this, you know, I'm against the copy paste mainly because there's zero strategy behind it. What we have here is strategic content that is laid out in a way to really maximize your, um, content, your business, all the things. Anyways. So she understands social media. Like She's not one of those people who needs this because she's trying to figure out, like, how do I navigate this? But there is so much power in the way that this is set up. So anyways, we have it set up where you have one post and it's it tees it up for like the money post, right? She didn't do it. She didn't follow it. She for whatever reason, she she did it her own way. And so when she put up the money post, it wasn't doing anything. And so I messaged her and my first message was like, hey, I think you should. And then I thought, no, it's not. I think I know what she needs to do. I am the expert here. I've been here longer. I know what I'm talking about. She can school me in so many other things, but this I know. So I changed that. I was like, hey, you need to take that post down and put this one up first. There is a method to the madness. This is why we do it this way. She came back. She's like, oh, okay, that makes sense. No problem. Well, as a leader, I need to be the one who is willing to have that conversation. Was that a hard conversation? Was I telling her that everything she did was terrible? No. Am I training her and teaching her the proper way and the methodology behind it? Yes. So my point in that is what excuses are you accepting as the leader and CEO of your organization? So if you're in the social selling space, then you're not anybody's boss, right? They, everyone's an independent contractor. They're doing their own business. It's their thing. However, we have, I think it's just such this perfect marriage of entrepreneurship and like corporate because you've got the whole back office that are doing all the things you've got a whole, I always like to say, I have my whole staff that handles returns and they'll send everything out and whatnot because we do. And I just get to like show up and be pretty and like, hi, how can I help you? So we have that, use that to your advantage. But when it comes to your team, there are things that your team is looking for, looking to you for. And part of that comes from your ownership and your accountability. So we talk about taking action and showing up and here's how it can play up, play out. So ownership is understanding that taking action is your responsibility. Accountability is taking responsibility for your action. You can't build a successful and profitable business allowing and accepting excuses. So let's say, you know, you're, someone on your team comes to you and they're like, the baby didn't sleep. Okay, what are you going to do about it? Here's the thing with that, that particular excuse. I get it. Been there, done that. It's exhausting. But the reality is you still have other things that you need to do. Did you load, unload the dishwasher? Did you do a load of laundry? Did you, you know, make dinner? And I get it. When you've got a newborn, 
Like you are on bare bones. Like what is it that has to be done when you have little kids? Like things have to be switched around. But friend, if you started this business because you wanted to have a certain income, you know, monthly income, then there are sacrifices you're going to have to make. If you're not willing to make those sacrifices, it's okay. Adjust your goals. You cannot have a $10,000 a month income on 10 minutes a day of work. It doesn't happen. I mean, I'm sure there's somebody out there who's doing that, but the reality is it's not for most of us. So that's fine. If you have 10 minutes a day, then figure out what is your high impact activity? What are the things that only you can do and do them? Susie didn't place an order. Okay, what are you going to do about it? Is Susie the only person out there? No, it might be an issue of you putting all your eggs in one basket. Fill your basket with more eggs. Like there's more people out there. What can you be doing so that you're not relying on that one person to place that order? Your team isn't in action. Okay, what are you going to do about it? There's other people out there. Are you looking to the people on your team to get you where you, where everyone wants to go, where you want to go? You have those goals, but they're not doing anything. You cannot get blood out of a turnip, right? Have you ever heard that phrase? Like you just cannot. What that means is you got to start finding new people. Stop trying to revive the dead and start going and finding people who actually want to work. Your business isn't growing like you thought or hoped it would. Well, first of all, hope is not a strategy at all. So let's cut that one out. Your business isn't growing like you thought it would. Okay, what are you going to do about it? You can sit there and point fingers at everybody else and take on their excuses. And maybe your team's coming to you and they're like, well, the baby didn't sleep. I didn't get the orders. Okay, this is time for you as a leader to to boss up and say, okay, Julie, I'm sorry the baby didn't sleep. Let's figure out how you can get the things done that you need to get done and also get your work in. What is 15 minutes? What is it that you can do? Let's set some realistic expectations. You can't spend three hours on your business right now. It's okay. Release that. It's fine. It'll happen another time. You know, that might be down the road. But for right now, what can you give? What can you do? And it might mean that when the baby goes down for a nap, you don't nap right away. You take the first 15 minutes, you set a timer and you get work done. Then you take a nap. Then you unload the dishwasher. When the girls were little, like little, little, I remember thinking in my head, there are things that I can do when they're up and running around and doing all kinds of things. There are things that I can do while maybe they're eating, you know, they're in the high chair and they're, so they're strapped in. They're safe. There's things that I need to do when they're asleep. Like, you know, 
holding poisonous uh, dishwashing detergent, you know, stuff like that. Like when you get kids crawling around, you kind of want to avoid the possibility that it's going to spill or just get that done. So there were always these things that I thought like, okay, I can, you know, I can, uh, whatever. It's been so long since I, <laughs> since I had little ones, but, um, you know, I would rather load it. I can unload the dishwasher while they're awake. That's totally fine. Maybe I prefer to load the dishwasher with knives and all that good stuff um, while they're asleep. I can I can fold laundry while they're awake, maybe eating a snack and, and doing that kind of stuff. You know, it's, it's more convenient for me to go to the market while they're awake so we can go and do that kind of stuff, then bring them back, put them down for a nap and put things away and then take some time to, you know, do my business and whatnot. So sit down with a piece of paper and kind of break things up. Like, what are the things that only you can do? What are the things that you can outsource? What are the things that, you know, that, that, involve, I, I guess we said that, but only you can do. Like think through those different aspects of your business and how can you categorize those? And then if you have small kids at home, like what are the things that you can do while they're awake? And I get it. You don't want to be on your phone all the time, but it's also really good for maybe, you know, when my kids were a little bit older, they had room time. That's good. It's good for them to learn to play by themselves. What are the things that they can do during room time that I can do on my, you know, do for work and and whatnot? So you've got to figure out how are you going to, you know, structure that. But friend, as the CEO of your organization, I want you to ask yourself, where are you allowing excuses? And what ends up happening is you don't sound confident and you don't sound like the authority. So where are you going to stop accepting excuses? Now, let's be very clear. Putting a stop to accepting excuses is not mean. It's not unkind because you're going to do it in a kind way. When I messaged my, my friend and said, hey, you need to take that down and put this up first. A lot of times if I'm afraid that a text is going to come off a little harsh, then I'll send a voice message. Hey, Susie. You need to take that post down and put this one up first because that's going to set it up for the most exposure when you put that next one up. You know, like hearing your voice is so, it's really good. It, it really helps to soften that a little bit if you're afraid that it's going to be taken a little bit harsh. Ask a question beforehand like, hey, are you open to feedback? If they come to you at, with all of their excuses, hey, are you open to some feedback? I'm noticing that, you know, you've got good goals. Those are great goals. But there's a little disconnect here. How can we restructure those things so you're you're getting it all in and and you're you're kind of getting rid of those excuses? I know I'm so bad with the qualifiers, kind of, I think it's something I'm working on. Um, but think through those things. How can you stop accepting excuses? Because then what's going to happen is your team recognizes like, oh, I can't come to Michelle with these excuses because she doesn't, she doesn't take it. I got to figure out how I'm going to accept responsibility for these things and say, hey, you know what? I didn't hit the volume that I was shooting for because I, I just don't have enough people in my funnel. And so I'm working on that. 
my business isn't growing like I thought it would, like I wanted it to, because you know what? I haven't put that time into it. I've allowed too many of these other excuses. Like what excuses are you going to stop accepting from your team and from yourself? I love you, friend. I hope that this resonated with you because I know that you are a servant leader. I know that you want to show up in a way that really inspires your team to take ownership and accountability for their own businesses. So as a leader, you got to walk that first. You got to do that first. And you've got to cut the excuses for yourself when you're talking to people. Like, it's okay. Just cut the excuses. If this resonated with you, would you please do me a favor? Take a screenshot, share it in your stories, tag me at, hey, it's Michelle Castro. And that way I can thank you because it means so much to me. Have an amazing day and we'll talk soon.